Blaine Kylo at SoloCore on the Twitter and SoloCore.com. If you want to follow along, check out all of his writerings. Hey, Blainer, what's happening, buddy? Uh, so much is happening. There's a lot going on these here. Days. Um, we don't have to rush, by the way. Um, if we want to hold one um, until after the break, if that's okay for your time, we we just we're going to get through this properly because everyone's kind of got the shopping bug starting to get prepped anyway. So no biggie. Okay. All right. Um, uh, where do you want to go here? Do you want to start with the the obvious technology ones that are that are sort of in your queue for Christmas time in the technological world? Uh, we can go anywhere you want to go. You just tell All right, me. iPhone iPhone twelve. Let's do it. Yeah. I want to go well, to a smaller phone myself. So. I because I hate what these big using? phones. I have uh, the XR 10R. Yeah, you know, I I think that you're gonna if if you're looking to update and if you're on an XR 10R, yeah, I think I think you're ready to update. And I think that the 12 is the phone for you. Um, I think it's the phone for most people. I've been using it for the last couple of weeks. I think it's the best smartphone available. Um, mm. I like the new form factor on the 12. So Apple's gone back to the the sort of flat edge as opposed to the curve rounded edges. And I actually kind of like that. Um, and the 6.1 inch display on the 12 is the same size as the 11, but it's thinner and lighter because of some changes they've made to the way the phone was designed. Hmm. You're going to notice if you move from the, the 10R to the, the, the 12, you're going to notice a lot. Um, I've moved from the 11 to the 12, and one of the things that I noticed immediately is the 12 now has the Super Retina XDR display, which is OLED by another name, and it's noticeably better than the the Retina display on the 11. Um, a couple of other things that have changed in the 12 is it's now a 5G device, and not a lot of people have access to 5G across Canada right now. It kind of depends on where you are and what mobile plan you've got. And one of the things with 5G, everybody's all excited. You know, oh, we're going to be able to have such great downloads. But 5G is also going to kill your battery. And it's also, if depending on what your plan is, it means that you're downloading a whole lot more information than you were before. So it could be really expensive depending on what your plan is. So 5G is great, but it might have some negative drawbacks to it. So what Apple's done is they've developed a smart data mode so that if you're doing something that does not require 5G, it will automatically revert to LTE connection to save your battery life and to save your download, um, which is cool. Yeah. The other thing that you're going to notice if you're moving into a 12 is... um, wireless charging is a thing on iPhones now. And the thing about wireless charging is you can think that your phone is charging when it's not because the charging coils have to be exactly aligned for the phone to actually charge. And it's really easy to think that you're on the right spot and you're not. So, you know, you wake up in the morning, hey, I've got a phone, it didn't charge at all. But they've Apple's put MagSafe on their phones now. So it's a magnetic array that snaps the phone into place when it's on a MagSafe wireless charger to make sure that those coils are aligned and so that you know that you're charging when you think you're charging. Is that similar to how the Apple Watch kind of clicks into its thing? Yeah, very similar. Um, hmm. 
and it's and it's a really cool little invention. All kinds of other accessories are going to come out as a result of MagSafe, so different cases and things like that that are magnetics. Um, I've got a, a case that has arrived that I'm going to play around with. It's sort of modules, so you've got different uh, modules you can click on. So if you just want to have a couple of credit cards on your phone, you just snap this little credit card holder module on the back of your phone and you're good to go. Um, there's also the iPhone 12 Pro. It's the same size as the 12, but what it adds, if you want, is um, some interesting improvements to the camera. So it adds a telephoto lens to the camera system, which means that your iPhone 12 Pro can record 4K video at 60 frames per second, and there's no other smartphone out there that can do that. And the iPhone 12 Pro also has LiDAR, that stands for Light Detection and Ranging. And this sensor is used to create detailed depth maps of your environment. LiDAR is some of the technology that's being used by self-driving cars to map the environment that cars are moving in. Mm -hmm. And because Apple's got this on the iPhone 12 Pro, the camera system can use the LiDAR information to improve detail in backgrounds. So you can actually get night mode shooting with your portrait and telephoto lenses because it can map out the background that's there. And it does really amazing things for AR experiences because you can render the environment in real time with the chip, the, the A14 Bionic chip in the phone and the LiDAR. So you can have these really awesome augmented reality experiences um, as a result. So it's an extra couple of hundred dollars to get the iPhone 12 Pro over the iPhone 12. But if you're really into the camera stuff, um, it might be worth the update. Very cool. I know that my 10R is so flipping heavy, I'll take anything. Um, so I look forward to it. All right, Blaine Kylo and at SoloCore Online, iPhones, not everybody needs an upgrade, um, but it certainly is exciting, isn't it? Because I think I might do it. I don't know. To be determined. Yeah, yeah, you certainly, it used to be that we were updating every year when new ones came out, but you don't need to do that. But if you're on a 10, you're you're a couple of generations back. I think that that's about when I'd be looking to upgrade. All right, cool. Now, when I logged into my Twitter account, and yours is at Solocar, mine is at Shane R. Hewitt, um, there's more stories at the top, but they don't call them stories, do they? No, because um, Twitter is all about clever languaging. And so your tweets now become fleets. These are, this is Twitter's version of the ephemeral posts that auto destruct after 24 hours. Um, you can only do this on your mobile device. So if you're trying to figure out how fleets work on your computer, you're going to be confused like I was for far too long yesterday. <laughs> everybody's talking about fleets and I'm on my computer going, I don't know what everybody's talking about. Um, so only from your smartphone or a mobile device. Um, and there, you, you really, you do them by sharing a tweet. And instead of sharing it or retweeting it normally, you share it as a fleet and then you're, response to that tweet um, expires in 24 hours. So we'll see if that works. Um, it, it's really a version of Snapchat, Instagram stories. Um, LinkedIn created its own version of stories last month. Nobody paid any attention and everybody's wondering why LinkedIn thought that it needed stories. We'll see if people think that Twitter needs stories. 
Uh, why is LinkedIn even a thing is really mind-blowing to me because every time I connect with somebody on LinkedIn, the very first message I get is, hey, thanks for connecting. Are you interested in buying this? It drives me crazy. Um, Dyson, because Black Friday is coming up, and uh, Dyson, I saw, <laughs> they have licensed toy vacuums now. You can actually buy your toy, Dyson, if you want to get your uh, obsessive-compulsive children in on the action. Um, you can buy them a toy Dyson, but we're talking about real Dysons today. Yeah, I wonder what the suction power is of those toy Dysons. <laughs> um, Dyson Canada dropping prices on some of their best products for Black Friday, which is next week. 200 bucks off things like the Cyclone V10 cordless, um, the Pure Cool Fan, and the recently released Dyson humidifier for everybody living in the prairies where... All of that moisture just kind of goes away in the wintertime. Um, we mulch, by the be- way. Begin- we just rub the skin right off. <laughs> it's terrible, man. I, 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 in Vancouver, a humidifier is not something that you need, but there are certainly parts of Canada where you do. When um, I when I first moved to Ontario, um, the first time I bought a house, I walked into the house and like, and this is the dehumidifier. And I was like, dehumidifier? I got a humidifier in the other house I already own. It was pretty good. Sorry. Anyway, sidebar. Yeah, different different regions of the world, man. Different requirements, um, but yeah. So these prices begin next week, and uh, available at the Dyson Canada website if you're looking to get yourself some high tech house supplies. And they're cool stuff too. Okay, so PlayStation Five. Um, mm-hmm. I went online to buy, see if I could buy mine. I did get one in my cart. Uh, but then by the time my checkout opportunity came, uh, they were all gone. So uh, I would call myself close along with probably another million people that would say they were close, but that was about as good as it got. Um, What's the other news that's coming out with the PS5? Well, I got the one that Sony um, Canada, PlayStation Canada sent to me arrived yesterday. So I got it out of the box and set it up. And I've got to say it's a pretty cool piece of hardware. Um, the setup was really clean and simple. It took about four minutes to get it all up and running. All of the cables that you need are in the box. Um, the new interface is nice and clean and simple. Um, and I knew because I had done some research ahead of time that we know that there's backwards compatibility. So you can play all of your PS4 games on your PS5. And the easiest way to get those games available is to um, move them off of your PS4's internal storage onto an external drive and then plug that external drive into your PS5. When you do that, all of those games are instantly available to you on that external drive. You can play them right from that. And that's what you're going to want to do with the PS4 games because if there's a, a problem with the PS5, it's that the internal hard drive isn't really big given how big digital games are these days. And so you're going to want to be very careful about how you use up that space. Um, Sony hasn't come out with their um, format for what external drives are, are going to use. They're going to use on the PS5, so we've got to wait for that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a ton of PS5 games at the moment. There's a couple that are really interesting. Um, Astro's Playroom comes preloaded on the PS5, and it's kind of, um, a, a colleague called it an appetizer because it's, uh, 
a tech demo, but it's a platformer. And really what it does is it demonstrates how amazing the new DualSense controller is because each of the experiences in Astro's Playroom shows you how the controller can do things like you use the accelerometers and gyros and motion sensing to control characters. Um, the fine-tuned haptics, you know, the rumble controller is all a thing of the past now. The DualSense has such fine-tuned haptics that you can actually feel when you move from walking through water to skating on ice. You can actually feel that in the controller. And the adaptive triggers mean that you have a variable feel when you're playing. So if you're operating a rocket ship, um, the, the harder you pull on the triggers, you actually get a different feeling when you're breaking, you get a different feeling in those triggers. So you feel games in ways that we never could before. I'm Shane Hewitt, Blaine Kylo, our guest at SoloCore on Twitter and some text messages, Blaine, that have come in for you. First one from John. Shane, can you please ask if all the stores are going to start having the systems, I think he means play, PlayStation's Xbox, at the store instead of ordering online? Um, most aren't actually, and Best Buy in particular has explicitly said they are not selling them in stores. They are only selling them online. Um, there are a couple of websites. If you Google um, sort of PlayStation 5, PS5, and Xbox One stock levels, um, there are a couple of websites that will start tracking stock levels uh, as the manufacturers release them to stores. Um, so if you're really keen on trying to get one of these, uh, you really you just need to get into the habit of checking regularly and make sure that you've got um, yourself logged in to whatever online store you're going to be using so that you can make your way through that purchase flow quickly so that it doesn't disappear like it did for you. Uh, yeah, there's uh, like, I think now in stock, I just did that, as you said that, and there's there's a bunch of options there. So yeah, so give that a go. Okay, another question about PS5 from Mark says, do you need internet to set up PlayStation 5? Um, you will need the internet if you want to update the uh, operating system, which is something that it will do when you first plug it in. Um, the con I had controllers also needed an update, and that required an internet connection. Whether you require an internet connection after all of the setup is done will depend on what it is that you're playing. There are some games that will not require an internet connection if you're getting them on disk, but there are so many games these days that require that internet connection um, because there are online um, features and modes that are part of those games. And so really it will depend on what you want to do with your device and what game you're playing, whether or not you need that internet connection permanent going forward. I will also say that um, there are two um, PlayStation 5s that are available. There's the main PS5, which is $629 retail, but there's also the digital edition, which doesn't have a disk drive in it. And so the only way that you can play games on that is to be connected to the internet and downloading them from the various um, online stores. And so if you're getting the digital edition, which retails for $499, um, yes, that internet connection will be essential. All right, there's the answer for that one. Uh, next question is, hi, Nick from Winnipeg. Question for Blaine K. 
uh, trying to buy a gaming monitor, wondering what the difference between VATN and IPS screens are and what brand would you recommend? Thanks, fellows. Um, I'm not going to have time to get into the technical differences between these, but really the different models, um, it, it's just how the LED is being displayed. And so if you're going to be using it for gaming, um, I'm going to say that the VA is the best panel for gaming. Um, it's going to give you the best contrast ratio on black levels. Um, if you're playing uh, online games where the refresh rate and the response rate of the screen is going to be really important, then that might be you might be actually looking for a TN monitor, which is the oldest. Um, technology, but they are the fastest when it comes to refreshing that picture. So if you're playing competitive or anything like that, you might want to go with the TN. But your best picture is going to come with a VA. Nighthawk Steve says, you guys need to slow down. iPhone 12, I'm still using an iPhone 6. I don't think there's a question there. Just a comment. <laughs> yeah, I wow, an iPhone 6 is so long ago. It, it actually wasn't that long ago in the real world. But I will say that there is technology that is part of the operating system, uh, the iOS operating system that can't run on the 6. And so, dude, you're missing out. I, uh, I've got him beat. I have an iPhone 5S. No oh, Matt, we got to work on you. <laughs> We're not going to talk to Sunshine here because he uses an Android. So kick him to the curb. (laughs) We're going to uh, team Samsung. No, it's not. All right. 877-399-9898. Calls and texts are always welcome here for Blaine Kylo. Uh, It's the technological world. Is it Pikmin 3? Because we all thought it was a typo and thought it was Pokemon. Um, Maybe showing our age. Pikmin 3 Deluxe Shines. On Nintendo Switch is what you say here. So tell us about this because I have no idea. Yeah, it, it is Pikmin. It's not Pokemon. It's a completely different game coming from the Nintendo world. Um, Pikmin 3 was first released for the Wii U back in 2013. And because Nintendo does such a good job of taking games and making sure that they have a long life, it's been redesigned for the Switch and had a bit of things added to it. It's it's mostly the same game. But what's different about it is you can play split-screen co-op now, and that's how we've been having the most fun playing, um, because we can two of us can play at the same time. It's uh, a puzzle game, essentially, sort of a, a real-time strategy game light, where you have to coordinate the effort of these different colored Pikmin to solve environmental puzzles. So your blue Pikmin can breathe underwater, the red ones are fire resistant, the yellow Pikmin are resistant to electricity, and by coordinating what these things do, you can solve the environmental puzzles and win the game. All right. It's cute. It's fun. Well, games, like, it's neat how the the contrast on, on what it is um it's just so different in today's world i like that assassin's creed valhalla um tell us about that one actually before we get to that one we have a clip let's listen to the clip from assassin's creed valhalla you gave your people a new home when your motherland turned bare you gave the vikings something to fight for have tamed the 
but your greatest journey still lies ahead. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Blaine Kylo, tell us about it. Well, this is all about the Vikings, isn't it? Assassin's Creed series, since its uh, start some 10-odd years ago, has taken us through the Middle East and into Egypt and even to the American Revolution and England at the Renaissance. Um, but now we're in Viking land, and more specifically, when the Vikings left the sort of coastline of Scandinavia that we now know as as Norway and Denmark, and invaded England, actually, because they were starving in Norway, and they thought England might be a better place to go. Um, this is a really interesting twist on the Assassin's Creed series because you're playing a character that is not embedded in this Assassin Templar war that these games have always been about. So your character that you play, Eivor, is not an assassin to begin with. Um, he or she, depending on what um, sex you want to play the character as, becomes a part of that order by helping the assassins take out their enemies when you get to England. Um, the combat in this one is better than it's ever been before. There are unforgivable technical glitches. Um, I, I shouldn't say unforgivable because they're unforgivable because the technical glitches, that there's a lot of tearing going on in the game that I'm playing on the Xbox um, where the screen just kind of jags and judders on you and then it kind of resets it's almost like that matrix effect where things sort of sh shift and then come back into the screen mm -hmm. um and for a game like this you kind of shouldn't have those kinds of technical glitches um so that's disappointing but the game itself is so much fun to play it's the 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 combat is great swinging these axes is great and some of the tweaks that they've made to the missions and to how you find those missions within the world is just so much fun that everybody's having a lot of fun playing it um assassin's creed valhalla i think is the best of the series since Assassin's Creed uh, 2 and Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and that's going back a ways. All right. Sounds like it's going to be on the list for some people, um, for sure, of many things coming up. We've got a busy couple of weeks ahead of us, don't we, Blaine? Uh, yeah, because the Xbox Series S and X is also something that we need to talk about. And there's more games coming. Um, and a lot of these games, I should say, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, you can get it on the PS4. You don't have to play it on next gen. You can get it on your PS4, get it on your Xbox One, and then if and when you upgrade to your new console, you can upgrade the game to that new console and then take your save files with you. So you can start these games now, finish them on the new consoles, when you have them. All right. Blaine Kylo at SoloCore and SoloCore.com, S-O-L-O-C-O-R-P-S.com to check out all of this information and so much more. Thanks so much, Blaine. I look forward to next week, man. Sounds good, Shane. Thank you.